Just be in earnest. Just be in earnest. Just this podcast is brought to you by the one and only Calm Just Beer Bomb. I just can't believe it's happening. Um, do you want me to play you in with Just Being Earnest? That. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Or that. I think I think September. I think for sure. Oh man, dude, so far every one of them, right? Yo. Ladies and gentlemen, you might have been waiting for Just Being Earnest. This is officially the reboot, starring Standing 5 foot 8, 200 and uh oh pounds, number 69. That's all we have for today because it's the solo episodes, the reboot of Just Being Earnest. I didn't know we'd be here. Did you, Paul Rudd? I didn't. Dude, what an electric song. That's the one. If you're going to come back with a reboot, that's the one. Are we recording? Oh, yeah. I think we just had our intro. I love it. Dude, I don't know if you've picked up on it, listeners, but we're, we're back all the way. And this isn't like what we did, you know, at the beginning of quarantine when I decided to do this podcast thing, which we embarked on and we're swinging so hard at the very beginning. Think about it. Let's look back and think. If you haven't been a part of Just Being Earnest yet, I re-invite you because we're back and we're here to stay. Out of the gate, we had Keith Urban. Okay, we've had some fat names. Chris Young. I've had Hardy already. Mitchell Timpenny was my first guest. That's my boy. That's my brother. If you've been a part of Just Being Earnest, you've been on a train, you know this. Um, but we were front end loaded. And I needed to take a break because quarantine just dragged on and on and on. And I, I didn't have anything to talk about. Um, and I took a break because I wanted to reboot what we're doing right now. Now I got a production team. I got the boys here. Yep. Yeah. And um, that's the only way to do it. I got Alex Blas and I got motherfucking Kroon, my manager, dog. Managing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't manage. He manages. I managed to show up. I know that. But um, I did good. The truth is I did well. Okay, so like I said, he's a manager, not a not a not a history teacher. I mean, English teacher, uh, grammar. But uh, look, dude, we're back in the saddle. We're in my room here at Big Loud. Uh, when we first started, just being earnest, we were in my room at my house. But we've moved to the studio. This used to be, and it probably still will be eventually. This is uh, this is where the magic happens, right here. At Big Loud Records, this is my writer's room, my studio. Um, back in the 90s when this building was Capitol Records, this is actually the room that Garth Brooks signed his first record deal in. I've said that in an earlier episode, but um, <clears throat> I think we got some new listeners. So I'm bringing you in to my world right now. 
And this is where we're at. This is, this is my home away from home. We got beer on tap. We're having a good time. Cheers. First of all, cheers. Cheers to just being earnest, boys. Everybody's got a blue cup. Yes. Blue cups matter. Cheers, cheers. <laughs> first, first beer blast. <laughs> oh, man. Cops started laughing at my blue cup joke. Uh, yeah, I got a cop on the team. We love it. Uh, anyways, we can edit that out. I won't, but there's people for that. This podcast is brought to you by the one and only Kong Beer Bong. You struggle with not being a life of the party. You find yourself simply sipping beer like a simp in the corner of the room. So you feel like something's missing from your drinking diet. I can promise you it is. And you don't need to look any further because it's right here. It's the Kong Beer Cooler. It's a dual party goer. It acts like a can cooler or a koozie. Uh, for most of the day, and then you turn that son of a bitch around, turn it into a beer ball, and get the party started. Drop a knee, Tebow, and rip a Kong. All in one simple-to-use product, dude. It's all right here. Look. You get it? You pour the beer, you drink the beer. Rinse and repeat. Literally. Um, I'm going to be out every other Monday. Every Monday. Every, every Monday. Monday. Every Monday. Every other Monday sounds more like a band. There's another one. Every other Monday we have before this, uh, copycat suicide. Yes. Dude. Can you imagine copycat suicide live at the exit in right after Seosin? copycat suicide? Oh dude, you know, they're a three piece band. The bass player like literally skipped court that day for the show (laughs) and the drummer stinks. He stinks so bad. He's good at drums, but he stinks. Um, what should people expect from the new just be in earnest? And by the way, dude, the production is popping so much. I have a screen. I'm not even going to lie. I'm able to look and guide my thoughts. Um, what, what you can look at here for the, uh, what you can look forward to is this. I'm going to have some more big name guests. Like I said, I was very front end loaded, but I did not waste my bullets. You understand this is going to get, this is going to get bigger than we imagined. And I look forward to it because, uh, first of all, excuse me, but beer. Also beer. Um, I look forward to it because, yes, I have cool friends, and I've had a lot of them on. I will have some reoccurring friends. Also, excuse me, also beer. I will have, I'll have more friends, come on, that you don't know that I'm friends with yet. And guess what, dude? Life happens really fast. I'm going to have more friends that I don't have yet. So let that, let that marinate. There are people that will be on this show that I haven't met yet. I just haven't met you yet. Mm, was that Michael Bublé? I think so. Should I Google Look that? at Look at what I'm <laughs> able to do now on this, on the reboot of Just Being Earnest. Just haven't met you yet. Yes, it is Michael Bublé. This is dedicated to my friends who will be on this podcast that I don't know yet. I don't know how long it takes you. This is the first time I've made my producer go to a cut like this. What so are you I'm looking a- for? I, t- I thought you just wanted to know who it was. I want to hear the chorus. Oh. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, yes, it was. And I'm checked out. Yeah, dude, dude, dude. I want to hear. I just haven't met you yet. And then, and then people are going to know this is the segment. This is the segment dedicated to any future. I bet you've seen just being earnest. And you've thought, 
I could probably be on there. You're not wrong. That's why I started a podcast. Look this guy. This video is just in the grocery store. Chilling. Chill out. Same. We all did. This is me trying to find guests. I know this, Taylor Luan. Can you hear me, Theo Vaughn? Big Cat! You're going to love me when you do. Ah, that's good. That's good. Dude, you know what? I don't need Barstool. I'm going to start the country version of Barstool. Barnstool, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah dude, is. if Dave Portnoy doesn't want me... I'm, I'm, (laughs) let's talk about this off air because Barnstool is going to go crazy, man. You'll hear it here first. Um, let's see. Yeah. And I, and I will, like I said, I'm going to, I'm going to repeat, repeat offenders as, as uh, I like to say, I didn't get a chance to have Morgan in the first season of just being earnest. Um, he was touring and then COVID happened. Uh, we were writing a bunch of songs, whatever. It just didn't work out. And I honestly kind of in the back of my mind was saving Morgan for this episode. With cameras and good production, you could see us interact rather than it being uh, just us two sitting in my room, goofing off, trying to figure out how to get one microphone to work between the two of us. Like I did with Hardy, who will also be back. <laughs> and I'm pumped to have Hardy back. I mean, just more has happened, right? A lot of life has happened for everybody, and I think there's a lot we can talk about. Um. And I haven't been MIA. Uh, some of y'all have been following me on Instagram. Delaney and I started a garden at the beginning uh, of quarantine, which we talked about on Just Being Earnest. Finally had to tear the garden down. We got rid of all the stuff, right? And uh, now it's just an empty, caged-in area where my dogs go use the restroom every morning. And actually, some mornings I go out there and take a piss with them, too. Uh, dude, I'll be in my yard at 3 a.m. I'll let all three dogs out and I'll like walk the back, back with them, smoke a joint and piss in the, piss in the garden. All my, all of us are pissing in the garden. I'm smoking joints three in the buck naked. I mean, it's been too cold lately, but I feel like Mobley from the jungle book, dude, just walking through my backyard. There's some kind of freedom about dick out walking through a yard, <laughs> dude, in forest hills. Bare feet? Bare feet? Yes. Hell yeah. Shoes? <laughs> Actually, that's a flex. Next time I go out naked, I'm wearing my Jordans. Yeah. Ooh. Nothing known but my J's. Hey! Why'd you get rid of the garden? Winter. You just get rid of it? That's how that works? I don't know how it goes. I mean, yeah. I mean, it quits growing crop. Yeah. Um. So we had to just pull out all the plants, you know, and make it and rake it up, uh, hoe it up, you know, like yeah. where it's just straight dirt so it's ready to go top of the spring. Plant those seeds. Oh, so it'll come back still. Oh yeah, it'll come gotcha. back. No, yeah, no, we didn't. We didn't demolish it. We okay. just prepped it for next season. Okay. Farmer. Delaney was like, "Make sure that happens," and I can, <laughs> I can demolish things. Like, <laughs> I can do that. Know your role. No, I know how to mess a good thing up. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. So I just went out to the garden and started tearing stuff out, but um. Uh, 
Yeah, between between doing the podcast, since I haven't been doing the podcast, I've been writing a ton. Uh, the the world has been spinning a little bit more than it was uh, the first part of the year. Um, there's a light at the end of this tunnel, believe it or not. Yeah, I've been writing a ton of songs. A bunch of people are kind of getting back in writing. I've been golfing a ton. If you if you keep up with me at all, I golf too much. Um, I have to give my wife like IOUs on a paper and give her like, I owe you this day and this day. I'm all yours. And then I can golf. She's like, you spend every beautiful day golfing. I'm like, it's like two days out of 10 days. The other eight days. <laughs> what do you, what am I doing those other eight days? You tell me, I don't know. You do the math. Um, you meet anybody golfing? I've met a lot of people golfing. Uh, I finally met John Daly, dude. Hey, finally met John Daly. How'd that go? Beautifully. Shout out Foley. First of all, Foley was with me and, um, Stevenson Ranch. Uh, we go out to Old Hickory. We had like a 9 a.m. tea time. And we're going to the driving range. Colt Ford pulls up. Colt was like, what up, Ern? Da, 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 da. He was like, yeah, JD and Bob are in the trailer. They're getting ready to play. I think we got like a 1030 tea time, he said. And in my head, I was like, cool, cool. And then I realized JD and Bob <laughs> is John Daly and Bob is Kid Rock. I was like, oh, it's about to be a party on the golf course today. So I'm wearing, just out of absolute fate, I'm wearing my Flamingo golf pants. When I showed to the golf course that day, I'm wearing my Flamingo golf pants, loud golf, loud mouth golf, shout out loud mouth golf. Um, uh, a white shirt. Yeah, there's, so I show up to the golf course wearing a white shirt. And, um, I get there and I go to the clubhouse cause I was wearing those Navy shoes and I was like, I need Navy shirt. I don't know. It was like something about the white was throwing me off. So anyways, I bought the Navy shirt 15 minutes later, bro. JD pulls up, John Daly pulls up on it. He's got like a tricked out golf cart with like the whole front end is like an Arkansas fucking 1950s pimp gangster ass golf cart. And the front end is a cooler. So he pulls up, he's wearing a white pullover originally. So we, we would have been wearing the exact same thing, white shirts and flamingo pants. But anyways, so I pull up and I get out, go to shake his hand. He gives me a hug and it was like a long lost father son meeting, dude. And he goes, you look like my son. I was like, dude, I might be. I'm adopted. He goes, what year were you born? I was like, 92. He's like, I'm pretty sure I was going through August, like 91 in Nashville. So he might be my dad. He calls me son. Uh, we hugged. He was like, you should play me in my movie. So that's on the table, dude. I would like to, I'd like to first of all say I'm very available. Um, the originator of the bullet, though, I, I can't take credit for it. I didn't know at the time when I was getting it. But John Daly has the bullet, dude. Pull up an older picture of John Daly. He had that thing cut clean across the front, dude. But me and him sent each other demos back and forth, bro. We started texting. He'll send me random. Look at that. Uh, Go up. with Yeah, bro. Look at that Damn. bullet, dude. That's gnarly. Look at him at like age 30. That's uh, go down in the orange shirt. That's the dude I'm going to play. I, I'm playing, dude. I think I'm, uh, there you go, with the cigarette mid-drive right there. That's who I'm playing, dude. I just got to shave my beard. That's me, though. I'll be out on the golf course looking just like that with a beard, and people are like, 
people had been saying before, like, yo, you look like daily, you dress like daily. And I know we don't look just alike, but I promise you, I minus the golf skill, I bring that same energy to the golf course, dude. And he knew that. We were drinking a beer at nine in the morning that morning because he saw me drinking a beer and it inspired him to have a beer. And uh, I saw him at the turn. He was teeing off at 10 and I was like, he was smoking a cigarette. I said, can I bum a cigarette off you? Dude, I had to bum a cigarette from John Daly. He was like, yeah, son. Here, here, have, have one. Well, he had a whole, dude, smoking Marlboro Reds, Cowboy Killers, and um, he gave me one. He tried to give me the pack, and I was like, no, I don't need the whole pack. My hindsight is obviously crystal clear because why would I not take a pack of cigarettes from John Daly? Get him to sign it. I know, dude. It could have sat right there on the table. But you know what happened? We got each other's number and we text all the time. And I think that the pack of cigarettes is going to be minuscule mm. in the longevity of getting to know John Daly. Well said. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So yeah, I've met people out there. Eddie George is always out at Old Hickory. Um, what else we have? Done any traveling? Yeah, we went to the islands. Going back again soon. Um, other than the islands, though, I haven't really done any traveling. I did a little writer's round or writer's camp in uh, Florida. And with Ashley Gorley and Charlie Handsome, we wrote a few songs. Other than that, pretty much staying here in Nashville. Um, I can't wait for life to get back to where we can go play shows again, though. God. Okay. Um, yeah, well, Ashley Gorley... Google him. Um, and then Charlie Handsome, Google him. But Charlie, Charlie did it. But, but you'll definitely f- just leave it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that. You just, in the bottom right corner right here, I'll put a link to Ashley Gorley's Wikipedia. And then below that will be Charlie Handsome. Ashley, though, is, uh, he's written the most number ones of all time, dude. He has more number ones than Paul McCartney. And he loves that, but he'd never tell you that. And I try to brag on him, and he doesn't like me bragging on him, but he just, um, I don't know, dude. Ashley has it figured out. Ashley Gorley makes history with 50th, dude, 50 number ones. That's a lot. And he looks like he's 29, he looks like he's 19. I met him a couple of weeks ago, actually, and I, I couldn't believe he was the person whose house I was at. Yeah. 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 I've played a couple of times at Ashley's, uh, Spot, look, I used to be in way better shape than I am now, but dude, life happens and, uh, I can still shoot a three. Uh, I can pull up, do a little do do. I still got a shot and I can drive, you know what I'm saying? But my, once I got to go up and down the court a couple of times, it's like, but the half court life. Half court all yeah. day, dude. 3v3 I'm, half court I'm game. posting yeah. up. I like that. Yeah, that's fine. But that full court shit, we're running back and forth mm-hmm. all day, and like Ashley be having athletes out there. Like folks be going out there playing basketball, basketball. I'm just trying to go out there and get out of the house. <laughs> They're playing a totally different game out there. Yeah, and then Charlie Handsome. Uh, Charlie's one of my boys. I work with him all the time. Uh, he did a bunch of the early post stuff, a lot of Khalid things. Uh, he's had. Uh, Drake, Kanye, and then me and him started doing country music together once we met. And uh, he's gotten in the scene here in Nashville, too. We just had number one uh, a few weeks ago with Morgan, more than my hometown. We did If I Know Me, 
with Morgan. We did this bar with Morgan. We did uh, Heartless together, which Diplo ended up putting out. Um, Charlie's, yeah, Charlie's one of my best friends. So we've been working a lot over quarantine and whatnot. Um, yeah, let's see. Any big, any big announcements? How do you pronounce that? Announcements. Good word. It's a good word. <laughs> And by announce, would you use it in a sentence? <laughs> do you have any announcements? <laughs> yeah, dude, I do. Um, I'm quitting music. <laughs> I have announcements. <clears throat> got a key for this fucking closet. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I got a baby on the way, which is Woo! quite the opposite, dude. Yeah, I do have a baby on yeah. the way. Crazy. Um, it's a boy. I didn't do much of a gender reveal, actually. Me and Delaney just went to the... There was, like, a a special uh, ultrasound place. They did, like... It's, like, 60 bucks. You sit in there. It's, it looks like a cool home theater. Like, um... Like <laughs> You're big, describing this like it's in the middle of a mall. Like <laughs> No, it's not. It's, like, this separate building, like, by the normal place you go. And it's got, like, um... Sectional seating couches, right? And then, like, she can sit on a thing. And it's got, like, a big, like projector jumbotron so i can like sit up there like have a blanket eat popcorn i don't eat popcorn but i could right if i wanted to and they just do the they just do the deal and i can look at little man up there and it's crazy dude it's a it's a human and today we just had a we just had an ultrasound where it's like it's called an anatomy scan dude i'm brand new to all this i've always i've always had the dad bod and the dad jokes but now i'm like getting dad facts and it's different bro um your dads out there know exactly what I'm talking about too, unless you're just absent fathers. But, <laughs> but that's okay, dude. I'm a dude. That's if you don't. Let me tell you what you missed out on because you just be sitting in there like, that's my, that's definitely not my on spring, but that's for sure my on, my offspring. <laughs> and you're like, damn, he got ten whole fingers, and it's like, damn, he got ten toes. Damn, his nose do kind of look like mine. It's like. Oh, he got a dick. It's a boy. It's like, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. As soon as you see it and you see the outline of his little head, it's like, oh, that's a human, dude. The first time we saw it, it looked like a little mouse or something like kind of rodent. I'm like, what's she got to tell me? But then I started realizing, oh, it's just got a form. <laughs> how, far, uh, how far along is she? She's 21 weeks. Damn, yeah. We're halfway. Yeah, you're there. It's nuts, bro. It's May 1st is the... Um, that's the idea of when we're going to do it. We were coming up with a bunch of crazy names, uh, just like playing around with names or whatever when we were in the islands last time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I texted you yeah. because I was just geeking. I would never name the kid this, but it would be <laughs> funny, dude. Just imagine. Go with me. Go with me. Name the kid Mr. Right? Because you think about it, you could just imagine the kid being like 12 or 13, you're just sitting there watching TV and you're like, hey, mister! <laughs> you just yelling, hey, mister, across, hey, mister, bring me a beer. You get to play hey, mister all over again as soon as the kid's old enough to walk and get you a beer. Or, dude, you're driving, you're driving on a road trip and the kid, the kid's being whatever, an asshole, and you listen here, mister. You get to say, listen here, mister. But it's to your son named Mister. And then if he has any sense of humor when he's old enough to have a sense of humor, he would get it and start calling himself Mr. Earn because mm. duh, dude, he's Earn's kid. Um, 
But I think we're going to name him Saint. Yeah. Because, yeah, dude, he's going to be a sinner. I mean, all kids are. But uh, but Saint just hits different when you're just a sinner, dude. <laughs> are you Saint. one of those people who, like, will you associate the name? Like, are you looking for a name that you don't know anybody else has? Uh, when we came up with the name, it was more based off of like St. Thomas, which I've talked about a ton. St. Thomas being a place, uh, me and Delaney, that's our home away from home. We got engaged there. We got married there. Um, we have a house there. Uh, it was more of like an homage to the islands. And then second thought was, oh shit, Kanye has a kid named yeah. Saint. <laughs> I know, but I mean, it's St. Smith. Dude, when you have a last name Smith, it's tough. I wanted to have a cool name. There's like, it's, my name's Ernest Keith Smith. Like, I would never pick those names for me. Like, for my kid. My parents did, and I've made it work. That's why I fucking, I'll choose Ernest at least, because it's different. But, like, I, I, dude, working with the last name Smith, I did, Delaney didn't have to take my last name. She's Delaney Royer still. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't give up a name like Royer. So I think we're going to name it St. Royer Smith so that it can have a little bit of her name. SRS. Yeah. I like that. Which is an A away from SARS, mm, which is it is. The kid wouldn't have been born without it. True. So, yeah, I don't know, dude. I think Saint's it, and Kanye has nothing to do with it. But it probably takes a Kanye esque mentality to name a kid Saint. I don't know. <laughs> you got it. I don't know what it means. Are you uh you gonna dress this kid wild? Like I already have, like literally been picking out outfits. Uh, I got a friend who hit me up and was like, "Hey." my friend has had four sons and he has a bunch of Jordans and he hit me up and was like, yo, I'm going to send you all my baby Jordans. So, so I'm stoked, dude. I've yeah. I picked out a ton of outfits for this kid. Uh, I sent my mom one of them. She was like, you better not dress him like a thug. <laughs> I'm like, dude, mom, that kid's going to be dripped out, dude. He ain't going to be, he might be dressed like, like a thug, the, uh, but he's going to be dripped. I like out. the matching, uh, the matching track suits. Father son tracks. Yes, dude. I found one. Uh, it's a little, I mean, this is like, I could bring him home from the house. It's a little black onesie and it's got, um, it's got a gold chain with a pacifier medallion <laughs> on it, printed on it. Yep. It looks so hard with some black ones, <laughs> oh, <laughs> some yeah. black and white ones. Dude's going to be flyered in a flyered in a, you know, you're going to push him into music. Nope. I'm not going to push him into nothing, dude. Just cool. the pool. i'm not gonna push him into anything uh i think he's gonna be exposed to everything that he could get pushed into and then whatever he shows interest in we'll run with it like he'll he'll be around baseball he'll be around music Mm -hmm. all of his friends are gonna be probably artist kids you know yeah he might be bored by it i didn't have any of that when i was growing up any artists like the only artists i ever met were people i like fans of and like I would skip football practice and go to CMAs on a th- Tuesday or Thursday night or whatever it was and scalp a ticket so I could stand by and uh, stand by the red carpet and wait on Lil Wayne Kid Rock to sign my cell phone and then I got to tell Kid Rock at his house the other night that he signed my cell phone but the next day that shit was gone because it faded <laughs> off my pocket but Kid Rock gets that because he was faded off in his pocket by about midnight dude <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's crazy. Life life is crazy because uh my parents didn't force me into anything. I played baseball. Um but I was always addicted to music and I know that I know that in my blood music was always going to happen. So I I'm sure yeah, if he shows up and wants to play some music, 
He'll know where to go. Anything he wants to do, I'm gonna. I want. I want to be the advocate for it. I love that. Yeah. What do we got a, here? You want to kick off the next, the first segment? Yeah, dude. Let's do. Uh, let's do some misconnections for sure. For sure. You want to explain what this is? Is it uh what what website you is want it? Me to explain what this is. Yeah, dude, explain what it is because <laughs> you'll do a better is, job. This is on Craigslist. They Craigslist, have, uh, that's right. Thank they you. They have a whole section there called misconnections, and it's basically like if you pretend you went for coffee today, girl in front of you was cute, or guy in front of you was cute, up to you, and you wanted to like post. Maybe they would see the post. You would right. go right and be like, hey, you were in front of me. You were wearing a red striped shirt dressed like Waldo. Yes. And like, I thought you were cute. Yes. If you see this. To the guy in the jacket that looked like Inspector Gadget, but had a mullet. That's it. Yeah. And then you might see this by chance and email back. And then. Yeah, know, because I was also on Craigslist trying to find right. that person. Right. The odds are not in your Yo, favor. You got a better chance of going to the claw machine. <laughs> Here's the first one. Did you read that? Yeah, dude. Birthday trampoline. Donaldson. Oh, God. Hey, if you know about Don, if you're in Donaldson, I mean, there's probably only 25 of you, so it could be one of you. It's my birthday tomorrow, 1113, and I need a boink on my trampoline to celebrate. A boink. A boink. <laughs> I'll be 66. <laughs> no 66 year olds having a boink without at least two Cialis and a glass of wine. Trampoline. Holy shit. Oh God. Okay. I'm, I'm male. Reasonably good shape. Me too. Oh my goodness. My doctor fucking, your blood pressure's not just high. Uh, looking for F. Dude, just say male or female. Looking, looking for F to share some trampoline fun this weekend. My trampoline or yours? Sixty-six. His pitch to a fucking other sixty-six-year-old female is, "I'm in reasonably good shape." Do you know what though? That's my new bio, dog. He's weeding people out. He's weeding out some not fit 66-year-olds. You are right, dude. You don't got good hips. Reason. You can't get on the trampoline. Yo, if you're on your second knee. Yep. Can't come on my trampoline. Bye. If your hip got, if your hip, if you have to justify your hip before you go through TCA, TSA, bye. Bye. All right? If your grandkid has a kid, bye. I'm talking about 66, like... Okay, what kind of trampoline, dog? Are you are you sneaking over to your kid's house who has you have grandkids? Mm -hmm. You're you're sneaking over to your kid's house who's like forty one and has a kid in the second grade who has a trampoline. Mm -hmm. Are you banging on your grandkid's trampoline? Are you looking for a boink on your grandkid's trampoline, or or are you sixty six and have one of those <laughs> little, little fucking little deals? You got to wake up and and do to get your I hope this guy found whoever it's <laughs> this wasn't even a misconnection. This is a, I need a connection, dude. Need a boink on my trampoline to sell Dude. So do I, I just had my third number one. I need a, <laughs> I need a boink on a trampoline. I don't even have a trampoline. So if, if, uh, if your grandfather was that guy, dude, send him to me. I'm trying to boink on that trampoline too. Good for grandpa, dude, going out there and getting him some, Getting in some geriatric ass, dude. 
66. 66, dude. In three more years, he'll be having a real party. Attractive dark mocha latte. I'll be back. <laughs> It'll be somewhere. I just God remember. Dang, can I put some peppermint in it? Um, attractive dark mocha latte. I'm looking for you. Gentlemen looking for a lady. 100. Looking for a real lady. <laughs> Game players, skanks, don't waste my time. I think the 100 is like, keep it 100. Right. I don't think he's saying he is 100. Attractive dark mocha latte. And he, okay, he's the dark mocha latte. Gentlemen looking for a lady. Yes. Keep that shit 100. Because I'm looking for a real lady. Game player skanks. Don't waste my time. Man knows what he wants. I think my homie Rafe posted this, dude. <laughs> and yeah, Rafe's like 5'8", 230, white. Like, but I think that's Rafe's bio. Yo, I hope I hope that mocha latte found him something nice. But it was a Crystal Lewis, dude. There was a Crystal in the youth group back in the day, but you can imagine where that story goes. Uh, For another pod. I was thinking about how I used to wake up next to you, drive you to work, and eat that squash goodness. I lost my old phone and don't have your number anymore. Probably best. But if you want to meet up again, let me know. Tell me the name of the road you used to live on west of town. So I know it's you. I'm south of town now. But I miss those times. I'd love to meet up again sometime. How disconnected did you become from the person that that that, dude, that you used to drive? You used to wake up next to this person, yeah. drove them to work, and eat that squash goodness. Of course. And you resort to Craigslist to try to get a hold of this person. You, you dare I say, ate that squash goodness. And I doubt we're talking about a casserole. I got a feeling this guy named his dick Squash, dude. For sure. No, he's eating their squash. Is that what he's saying? Is this a girl talking to a guy? This is a girl talking to a guy. How do you know? I was thinking about how I used to, because Crystal is the name. You don't think he's he knows her name? Dude, whoever's eating squash is not eating squash casserole. I don't care. I'm just saying, how do you go from eating somebody's squash to being so disconnected you can't find them on Facebook? Yeah, you you ain't got their number. You ain't got their sister, brother, mama's number. You got to go to Craigslist, dude. Good luck, Crystal. I also want to know where y'all met. <laughs> because... To have that what appears to be deep of a relationship, but that shallow of a relationship, I'm thinking y'all didn't do much besides eat squash. Next, dude, Crystal. I don't think Crystal wants to be found. Crystal might be fucking found by a team of people. That's all we got for those. <laughs> the other ones I had were flagged for. <laughs> good. I'm going to say, Crystal might be getting found by a goddamn search team. Out here serving squash. <laughs> yeah, dang. You want to do Hot Topics? Yeah, dude. I used to shop there. Perfect. <laughs> Crystal worked at Hot Topic. We bring up random talk. Talk. You go ahead and read that, dude. 
Yeah, so just, <laughs> I guess I'm the I'm just gonna double as the guy who introduces all the segments. Please, why not? So this, this is our segment, first time back, dude. Reboot. This next segment's brought to you by uh it's called Hot Topics, and we're basically just gonna go and reference everything Ernest randomly texts me uh, throughout yeah. the week. So this things that I have no idea what he's talking about when he brings them up to me via text. And things that are brought up to me like I've never seen them before. Yeah. So and then I just grab them and then we go over them. Okay. So here's the first one. You sent me this one today, actually. This is the the ocean spray thing. Oh yeah, tweeted about. Yeah, dude. Let's talk about that really quick. Cool. You tweeted about it, and it is. This is a marketing question. Mm -hmm. So your tweet was about the fact that the ocean spray guy. I assume everybody in the world knows what I'm talking about now. Dogface, the dude on his skateboard drinking ocean spray and listening to Dreams by Fleetwood Mac, which most of y'all didn't even know was a song until this video. Okay, made him something. They gave him a truck and a uh, lifetime supply of ocean spray. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so the 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 question about it was, yeah, was Ocean Spray late to the party, or were they smart by laying out and letting the virality of it unfold before they? I think they're smart. That's that's what my whole thing was about. Was like I think they're really smart for laying back and just letting things play out, and then once it kind of fizzles, then you come in and put the exclamation point on it because it's running organically. Like you, they didn't pay for any of this. It's just this just happened. Dude, Ocean Spray got super popular after that. For sure. How I mean, how many people did? I bought I I've never bought Ocean Spray in my life and yeah. I passed it in Kroger and bought a thing of Ocean Spray cuz I was like, yeah. I am putting vodka in this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't even push it that way. They could have. But they uh how many people went out and bought a bottle just to make a video? Dude, so many people. You know? So like, yeah, I I think they if they had jumped in earlier, it would have killed the bottle. It would have felt icky. Yep. Because gotten, Ocean Spray is involved. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, and I agree with you. I like that. But I like I liked reading that and I like seeing people's rebuttal on your Twitter because not everybody gets that. No, some somebody was like, uh they're like, no, they just probably didn't have a clue what was going on. That's what I assume they they sound like. That's yeah. what I read their tweet as. Yeah, dude, and you're right. And they these people don't have a clue because uh the art of laying back and letting something unfold doesn't get touched much. And now, dude, uh we can move on to another one, but to close off, I know you talk about social media and marketing a lot, and that's what your money uh, bread and butter is or whatever, but I agree because doing too much is doing too much. Yeah. And, like, you can't force virality, but you can force how you respond to virality. Yeah, bingo, man. Yeah. For sure. And, yeah. and like like you said earlier, icky is the right word. Like, when brands get involved, everybody knows it. You know what that feels like. It's yes. like, uh, yes. all right, this is forced. Yes. Old Spice. <laughs> I don't have an that's old spice still yeah, on the that's table. Why season one stopped when it did. Yeah. <laughs> Too many brands were knocking down the door. Yeah. All right. What's this one, Aaron? Sunscreen for hella pasty white people called Cracker Spread. Dude, we were sitting on the boat and I was trying to figure out. Uh, we were sitting on the boat in St. Thomas. I was putting some some uh, sunscreen on. It was like some SPS 50. SPF 50. I burnt really bad the day before. And Todd, shout out Todd. He's like my island uncle, family. Uh, we we're on the boat. And dude said, uh, yo, you need some like super, super thick sunscreen for really pasty white people and call it cracker spread. <laughs> and dude, I fell out the boat, dude. Oh my God. Cracker spread SPF 180 or <laughs> SPF, dude. You can hug the sun. Cracker spread. Such a good. Oh, it's so good, dude. So good. I'd wear cracker spread. I burn quicker than a freaking tortilla and a, and a 
I don't know. Y'all fill in the blank. Uh, Grill. <laughs> dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. All right. The fact Delaney makes the same noise for a squirrel crossing the road as she would if I was getting ready to be in a head-on-head. Head, uh, <laughs> you ever had head-on-head? Head? Uh, the fact Delaney makes the same noise for a squirrel crossing the road as she would if I was getting ready to be in a head-on collision with an 18-wheeler and how it causes serious threat to our safety. Dude. Delaney. You love your life. I love my life. Why am I driving down the road sometimes? And I see the squirrel you see. <laughs> I see it. But it's just like I'm not worried about the squirrel because I'm not going to... If the squirrel starts starting across, my brain's connected to my foot, which is connected to the brake, which goes like this. So I'm not going to hit the squirrel, but sometimes... I'm thinking to myself, I'm not worried about the squirrel driving out of day. And, and then she'll go, <gasps> and that noise will make me go, <gasps> because I'm thinking some other shit's about to happen that I didn't see about. <gasps> I think, I'm thinking, well, that's not about the squirrel. There's a plane landing. Like, then it's like, what are, what are we? <sighs> What's wrong? She's like, you, did you not see that squirrel? I was like, yes, I saw the squirrel. I watched it leave the tree to get to there. I'm never going to hit the squirrel. But she has PTSD because I hit a chicken one time. <laughs> How did that go down? Easily. Because yeah. we, were, <laughs> dude, we, were, we, were, we were going down. Uh, you, all right, Hawaii, dude. Do you all have a bunch of chickens in Hawaii? Yeah, right. So island chickens are it's just they're they're like squirrels, bro. They're everywhere. So we'll be in St. Thomas and uh, chickens commune on the side of the road mm. and one time this chicken is coming this is like four years ago i've learned my lesson god i've learned my lesson i will never i'll slow down miles ahead of another chicken from from this but chicken starts crossing the road and i'm going like 40 miles an hour and delaney's next to me and i know delaney well enough to know that this isn't going to go over well but i was high and i was like ah it's kind of it's probably funny and she, i was like um it's like knock knock <laughs> or no, that's a wrong joke, dude. That's a different joke. <laughs> I'll save that joke for later. I was like, why'd the chicken cross the road? <laughs> she goes, I don't know. But guess what, dude? She didn't see the chicken. I did because I'm I'm looking ahead. I said, why'd the chicken cross the road? She goes, I don't know. Well, I'd say right after she said, I don't know, I hit this chicken going like 40 miles an hour. And you heard that shit go, goom, goom, crunch, and like feathers in the rear view. And Delaney, like out of uh, out of sheer terror and fear and sadness, started laughing. So I'm like laughing too. I'm like, ha, 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 ha. And then like, as I'm geeking out, I look over and it's already turned to like a ball. And like she's screaming like, what? the fuck would you kill a chicken and dude i'll never do that again i'll never do that again i can't even ride on that street in the island anymore without being why do you have to kill a fucking chicken with the chicken deal i was like dude look around at how many chickens there are anyways my wife's a gasper too like that when i'm driving <gasps> dude the gasping kills always, me like you said i always think it's something else like i always think i'm oh i'm about to get hit now oh it didn't what were you met i dropped my phone oh okay great good <laughs> glad we did this get out yeah, yeah. get out get the f Restaurant seating, dude. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Yeah. I don't know where my cord is, but it's pulling against me in a way that I will figure out next year. Um, 
I've always been a big fan of being able to sit like in the back corner of a restaurant where I can see every, like this seat right now, if this room were a restaurant, perfect Mm -hmm. where there's nothing behind me. And I like being able to see the whole room Mm -hmm. and COVID has done wonders for my restaurant experiences because I hate, I hate like, um, cafeteria seating in restaurants where it's like you got a long bench and then, you know, where you're like sitting right three feet from the next couple. Mm -hmm. I hate that dude. It's not because I'm necessarily saying anything. I don't need people to hear. It's just like, I talk shit about everyone in the restaurant (laughs) and I would like to be able to do that. Yep. I'd like to be able to make jokes. Like that's the thing. Me and Rafe will go sit we can sit next, dude. I've actually, you know what? Fun story. We were at um, First Watch mm-hmm. in Green Hills, and it was me and a couple other guys. And it's like ten a.m. Everybody's eating breakfast. We're having mimosas. Everybody else is eating breakfast. Our table is having mimosas, and uh, a table. <laughs> we're just getting drunk and telling stories and jokes and all this shit. And it starts getting crass. And I noticed this this family of four behind us asks to move outside because they were the only people close to us, but I know they had like heard like a too many shit jokes or something like that. And they were like, we just, we can't eat breakfast here. <laughs> so they had to go. And then I was like, yo, this is awesome. Cause we had the restaurant to ourselves, That's like COVID it spread it. Yeah, dude, COVID <laughs> spreads everything out. And it's like, why? So now, now I get more mad because Everybody is spread out. That's the restaurant way of doing things now. So let's say y'all are a table of three. Mm-hmm. Let's say I get, I go in, it's just me, me and Delaney, table of two. Okay, right this way. Empty restaurant. They're going to sit me right next to y'all. Yeah, that that's one that bothers me. That is when violent me comes out. <laughs> dude, it's like, Jesus flipped a table. Why can't I? Sure did. Because, dude. Why are you not taking me to the opposite end of this restaurant to where I can pretend I have this place to myself? Mm-hmm. And now, because you're... Excuse me, if you work in the service industry, dude, this is lazy of you. <laughs> Don't do it just because it makes your trip easier. Mm-hmm. You got two people in the... You got six people in the restaurant, tops. Put them over there on the other wall. Get your steps up. I'm helping you. I'm helping you. And then I get to speak at... Room like a volume of which I, I don't have to feel like I'm being overheard. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, dude. Maybe I'm grouchy. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a dick. <laughs> you got to go pick up Mason. Oh yeah, this isn't on this episode, but I'm gonna have Mason Ramsey on an episode. And I'm glad getting that had a little croons on his way. Amen. We'll take care of them. Now that the cops left. (laughs) (laughs) What else we got? We had a couple more of these. Uh, Let me talk about this total simp ass dude, dog. All right. First of all, love the waiting on this one. Dude, the term term simp is hilarious to me. That's come to surface like this year of all the shitty things that have. uh, They're blocking it on Twitch. Simp? Yeah. It's a no-no word now. Is it really? Mm-hmm. 
Well, I love that people get around it on TikTok and stuff by like, they'll say pussy, but put dollar signs as the S's yeah, yeah. and it's like, just flies over. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, put H I G like D like I'm high, but they'll spell it different. I'm H I or something. Yeah. Uh, can't fool me. <laughs> can't fool me at all. So dude. All right. So me and Delaney are sitting on the beach. This is what this is about. My note that I sent him is total simp ass dude announced to his family at the beach. I just sent Tim a picture of the beach and said, enjoy your work day. <laughs> dude, we're, me and Delaney. This is another example, dude. We have this, the end of Megan's Bay beach to ourselves. It's just the two of us. It's like 10 in the morning. It's, we just take a, like a one minute drive, go to the beach. We're sitting here chilling for the first little bit of the day, going a little swim. Hell yeah. It's beautiful. Nobody's on the beach, dude. Nobody's on the beach. And this family from, I, they gotta be from Minnesota, dude. And if they're not from Minnesota, they're from around there just from how they look and they walk, they're pulling in, they're pulling in and the, they're in a minivan in front of us when we're pulling in. Right. And we're behind him, and I'm thinking to myself when we're behind this minivan, because they're driving so slow, they've never been on the island before. I was like, first time in Megan's Bay, this is cute. This is cute. They're going to have a great day. But they're taking too long because they've never done this before. They don't know how to pay for the tickets. They blah, blah, blah. They're pulling in. Which side of the beach do I go to? I tell Delaney in the car, I was like, watch, whole empty beach. They're going to end up right next to us. Watch. So we go. We have our moment. We have about 30 minutes to ourselves. While apparently this van drives all the way to the other end of the beach, decides they don't like it down there all by their self, comes back, <laughs> parks the van right behind us, and comes in, and they come trooping, dude, like 15 feet away from our little perfect setup, alone on the corner of the beach, not the middle of the beach, away from things. Some it's people- just like... Some people vacation to meet people like that, though. I don't understand that. I'm always a get me away. I vacation people. to leave people like yeah. that. So, whatever my my perspective of it was, this is sweet. This is that they're gonna have their first little day. So, I look up. I was like, Delaney, look who's walking over here. This family's <laughs> walking over here. It's just, I mean, they're wider than this little fucking air ventilator thing. Wider than me. I have more of a tan than them, and I'm pale. They need crackers, bread. They do, dude. He cried. The one dude did. So he walks up. He's like 17. He's got a sister, uh, brother, his wife, and two parents. And he sits down. He like won't take his shirt off to like barely touch the water with his face. Like it's cold. And then fast forward like 10 minutes, I hear this dude yell at his parents. He goes, I just sent Tim a picture of the beach and said, Enjoy your work day. And I looked at Delaney. I said, Boom! Fucking roasted, dude. I was like, this guy's had forty minutes to come up with something clever to say to the guy he wanted to text who has to work today, and all he said was, "Enjoy your work day." <laughs> I bet that guy's gonna enjoy working in a cubicle so much more than he would enjoy living in this guy's head on a beach for 30 minutes dude enjoy your work day you could have googled a better disc dude <laughs> you laughed at yourself too i don't look if you're listening i don't i don't know you might dude because this is going to be a famous podcast come up with something better next time you're at the corner of megan's bay dude than to say enjoy your work day and make it say enjoy your work day if you're being a mother 
to a 42-year-old son who got a new job after a terrible divorce. And he got his finally get back on his feet. And you're a 71-year-old mom living by herself. And you text your son, enjoy your work day. But if you're 17 on a beach trying to get at one of your friends who's working at a fucking valet job, don't say enjoy your work day. Stick your thumb up your ass instead. Tie an ankle to your weight. <laughs> there. Tie a weight to your ankle. Take a swim. Before you say it. 17, 18. I assumed this was an adult. 17 or 18, dude. Oh my God, dude. I thought this was some middle aged dude who's like, oh, fucking Tim. No. Enjoy your work day. This is an 18 year old oh my telling God. somebody to enjoy their work day. Obviously, on a fucking. Not a crazy job. And I was going to say something about Cotillion. I mean, we'll move on. Look, I hope you enjoyed your time making the bay. Also, come back. Just get a new, just get a new fucking. Stay far away. Figure something else out. Cotillion. Did you go to Cotillion? I don't know what that is. Everybody in the South went to Cotillion. I didn't. All my friends. It's like, um, it's such a snobby thing to do, dude. Like all these parents make their kids go when they're young and you learn how to play silverware and roll up silverware and how to waltz and like you wear it there's like a banquet it's like how to be polite okay oh uh, uh etiquette etiquette yeah we called it cotillion okay i never went i was like the only one of my friends that didn't go and um i'm proud of that dude because guess what when i go to a nice restaurant <laughs> And and my silverware is rolled up in a napkin. I take the little corner and I go like this. And the silverware goes clink, clink, clink. <laughs> and, Del and Delaney falls in her. She's like, why do you keep doing that? And I'm like, because, <laughs> dude, they roll it up. I unroll it, dude. I'm not. And fork or fork knife, dude. <laughs> you know what two, I mean? Two, two. If I need a fork, it's right here. If I need a knife. But, but Cotillion is all about. Teach you how to waltz and square, not square dance, but definitely dude, not square. Dude, dance. If I need to wear a suit and tie somewhere, there's a stylist that's going to put it on me. And if I need to eat at a fancy restaurant, I'm paying for it. Am I squeaking? What is squeaking? Is that you? It's probably the chair. Oh, cool. I was sitting back here, like, what is that squeaking sound? It wasn't a long fart. It was just the chair. What am I doing here? Why is that happening? <laughs> that is. We need WD-40. It is you. It's definitely you. Oh, it was, uh, oh, it was rubbing, desk. it was rubbing against the desk. I was like, why did that come in 45 minutes? In leather on leather. It sounded like a BDSM convention in here. <laughs> <laughs> you want to run those two uh, other ones? You want to move on? We'll move on. Cool. You want to do a... Uh... Oh, dude, let's do Live in La Vida Local. Let's do that. Let me rerun that and you can edit it and I can say... And I can say it when you bring it in. Or we just keep it and go from here. Ready? Perfect. Live in La Vila Luca. My friends are going downtown. There's a bachelorette party. My friends just got too drunk. Through a bottle of Bacardi, living the Vida Loco. Shika dika ka dika. Paraphernalia, drug charges. Living the Vida Loco. 
episode one is sick. Dude, episode one is going crazy so far. Oh, man. You can do that one or you can pick one. Let's see here. Dude, Project 615. Shout out, first of all, Project 615. What do we have here? Spread love, dude. It's the Nashville way. You wouldn't know it, though. You'd think it was spread corona. Everybody and their fucking dogs is getting corona. Um, but we made it. Nashville's most... Uh, I've never been good at this word, dude. Philanthropy? Close. Philanthropic. Philanthropic is how you say it? Yeah. You are trying to say philanthropy. Philanthropy. Yes. That says... And then a philanthropist? Somebody who is charitable and philanthropic. Man, dude. It's a tough one. Well, that's Project 615, though, because they do be putting on Nashville hard. And as a Nashville local, born and raised, um, I'm down for for more stores and companies putting on Nashville. Um, I personally have been repping the 615 for a long time. I used to call it the 615. I tried making a whole brand out of it. But... uh <laughs> I had like cursive 615. I'll probably bring it back. It would get tatted on me or something at least one day. But then Project 615 came and took my whole business. Uh, Damn. Yeah, dude. We're in the middle of a huge lawsuit with Project 615. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can talk about them on this podcast. Um, should we do some shout outs though? We can do shout outs in the rap, yeah. Hey, before we do, while we're doing Live in La Vida, live in La Vida Local, Live in La Vida Local. I would like to make a announcement that Hattie B is as good, <laughs> but dude, Boltons and Princes, those are your two hot chicken joints, dog. If you want to go get some real authentic Nashville hot chicken and wait in a line full of tourists. Go to Hattie B's. But if you want to go to get some real, authentic Nashville hot chicken where the seats are duct taped down, where it mm. just tastes a little different, where the cups don't got brands on them, mm. where the Sprite might not be hitting, you want to go to Prince's or, or Bolton's, dude. And Mr. Bolton and Mr. Prince's, their cousins, they had the same recipe. So it trickled down through the families and a little bit changed on each. But, I mean, you want to talk about some hot, dry rub chicken, that heat, that dark maroon heat with some kicking-ass turnip greens and taters. I'm not sponsored by either of them. I'm telling you, I'm a genuine fan. I might go get it after this. And get extra ranch. Be a man, order hot, and get extra ranch. And let it soak in that bread. There's your living La Vida local. to Prince's now. Paraphernalia and three check charges. <laughs> no one can stop me. Let's do some shout outs, dude. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people wanted shout outs. Apparently. Hundreds, hundreds of people. That's crazy. Man, that's crazy. That's so crazy, man. Submit a shout out to our Google form. That's what I said to people. Uh, Jacqueline Wynn. Wife is a sailor on the USS Nimitz somewhere in the Persian Gulf. She's a medic in the Navy. She's a big fan of me, apparently. That's awesome. That's crazy. First of all, thank you for your service. Thank you. So that I can be here doing this right now. Which I don't know if I, don't know if I even should be. But I can. <laughs> and that's what freedom is. I can do it if I want to. 
Uh, thanks for being a fan. I got I got new music coming out all the time. Uh, if you're listening to this, I already have a couple new songs out. Um, I'm going to keep trying to churn out some quality stuff, though. Promise you that. Thank you for tuning in. Tell your friends about me. Stay safe. Come home. Hug your family. Much love. Um, old Dylan. Didn't want to put a old, uh, how do you say McLode? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Yo, Dylan, I already know that if you're listening to me, you have enough of a sense of humor for me to say your names. Dylan McLode, dude. I'll have a McLode with a side of fries. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I used to go to Sonic Junior Year after fucking football games on Friday nights, and this girl, she'd always get the McLode talk. <laughs> She'd always get the McLeod. She's got two kids now. They ain't mine. Uh, you're turning 26 and growing out this mullet. Let's go! 26 is a crazy year, man. I went to court three times when I was 26, and I didn't even have the mullet yet. I had a shaved head, um, and I've, I've probably put on 40 pounds since then. So people see my ID, and they think it's fake, but it's really me. It's just it's what I used to look like. James Taylor. You try, dude, know that your name is James Taylor and you decided to go against the grain and call yourself Jimmy Taylor. All right. <laughs> Happy birthday. I'm late. Oh, dude, you might be the first. <laughs> You're 78? You might be. How old is James how Taylor? How old is James Taylor? <laughs> because you might, you might 72. be. Yo, Jimmy Taylor, dog. Congrats. James Taylor named himself after you. That's fire. Jimmy Taylor. Mo See, I grew up in the Church of Christ, Jimmy, and all the old people I know, first of all, no, no disrespect old. My wife's father is 79 years old, and we smoke weed together. Old people are cool as shit. But as a 78-year-old, I'm just letting you know, other than my wife's dad, most of the 78-year-olds I knew uh, as I grew up in the church of Christ judged the shit out of me and are probably, they've already turned off this podcast and they found it. They've already turned it off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So keep kicking ass, dude, go out, go do a polar bear dive or something. Do something. Ah, I might shock your heart. <laughs> Don't do that. But like, go, take your grandkids to a soccer game or something, dude. 78. It's a badass. If I ever make it to 78, I'm trying heroin for the first time for sure, dude. So, and if you're still kicking when I turn 78, you should probably try it with me. Uh, Caitlin, happy birthday, dude. December 6th. What a day to be born on. Was that Pearl Harbor? December 6th. <clears throat> I think it might have been, right? Look at history, Professor. <laughs> December 6th, right? St. Nicholas Day. See what day Pearl Harbor was. It's the fifteenth. December seventh. December seventh. Ah, oh, the calm before the storm. You're there. I was right around there though. Mm -hmm. There's probably an argument to be made that they actually before or after midnight started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. She had a booger in her nose once and was super self conscious about it. And so naturally we want to put it on the podcast. Dude, same dude. I, dude, I am guilty of picking my nose sometimes. I found some decent little boogers too. Uh, ever since then, I've seen your, your song sugar. Oh, her name was booger. <laughs> hey, good for you, bro. You creative son of a bitch. 
would be fantastic if you made a joke about it. Dude, I just did. Bang. Okay. Look, dude, her name was Booger. She likes to eat while I drive, but feel so free. Pinky finger right, then we just keep acting like it never happened. <laughs> but she knows it did. She's going to not ever tell her kids that one day that she picked her nose and then ate her boogers. Sha-la-la-la. <laughs> and it tastes so sweet. There you go, dude. That was free. People would pay a lot of money on Cameo for that, dog. But you just got that. Michael G. and Greco, Mike G. with the happy birthday, Johnny Johnny Savino, dude. Been watching a lot of Scarface, a lot of Godfather stuff lately, dude. You sound like you might be mob tied, dude. Johnny (laughs) Savino, 1219. Definitely happy birthday to you and your family, dog. Hope your family's good. Autumn Arvig, dude. I used to... I almost went with that name. <laughs> I almost went with Autumn Arvig. Uh, dang, dude, December 30th. You really got a birthday party and New Year's Eve happening back to back, man. Bet your parents bombed. <laughs> they got to make shit pop for you twice in a row, dog. Blair Kimbrell. December 13th. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Blair. Seen the Blair Witch Project? Shit's crazy. Rob Royston, another 78-year-old. How old's Roy? Rob Royston. You have you sound like you should be a major league baseball pitcher. Yeah. Um, a 1943 country music star. Or the father of someone who's calling me at three in the morning asking asking what it is. Where's my daughter? What, what have you done? <laughs> Rob Royston, dude. Please not. Oh man, look, I'm I'm trying to break the rust off and get back into this podcasting thing, but we're in. We're is it in? Oh, it's in. Um, if you want to subscribe, do it, rate it, review it. Uh, you can do it on any of your favorite podcast apps. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Ernest. Who knows what they're going to be putting up on there of me? We're going to take a lot of videos and just throw stuff up. All the podcasts will be up there. Got some music videos up. Uh, follow me on social media at Ernest, uh, Ernest615 on Twitter. But now we are live on our own social media, our, on our own account on Instagram, JBE Podcast at JBE Pod. Um, go ahead and follow me on Instagram. Uh, fuck, we're going to edit this. Sure. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram. God fucking damn it. <laughs> go ahead and. Dude, Mason, if you're... Come here. Read this. Come here. Tell them where to follow me. Follow us on... Come here. Come here. Come here. No. No, no, no. Okay. Santa Claus. Come here. Follow us on social media. Follow us on social media. All platforms. At? At JB Pod. Dude. Can't read, dude. At all platforms. At JBE Pod. Okay. Okay. Merch and more at earnestofficial.com. And you can text me if you want to tell me how bad my podcast is or how good it is or how good the music is or song titles or whatever. I'll pretend I don't see them. Uh, 615-235-5823. Blow me up. Go get Cheers. It's out there. Go get Bottles About Dead. It's out there with Diplo. And uh, you're going to want to see the podcast I'm getting ready to do with this kid right now. What's your name? 
Mason Ramsey. Oh, dude, your voice is getting deep, dude. I That's know. crazy. Wow. All right. We'll see you later. This is Just Being Earnest. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. Just being earnest.